Hello, hello, and welcome to the Embody Your Soul podcast. I'm your host, Alexandra Shelley, also known as The Modern Medium, and the mission of this podcast is to create a sacred space for us to get real comfy and discover how we can tap in to our divine self through spiritual connection and best practices. If you are new here, thank you so, so much for finding me, and if you are a regular listener, thank you so much for coming back weekly to listen in on the magic. Make sure to follow me wherever you love to listen to podcasts, along with my other platforms, Instagram and TikTok, at themodernmedium underscore. When you are ready and feel called to book a reading with me, head to my website at themodernmedium.co. I cannot wait to work with you and play in the magic of spirit energy. If you leave a written review, screenshot it and send it to me on Instagram or through email, you will win a free 30-minute reading. I am also in the works of creating monthly soul circles where I gather us all through a meditation with spirit and we dive into a focused topic and this focused topic could be a discussion with myself on compassion or surrender. This could also be a facilitated workshop with a guest facilitator or myself and I really, really love these. I know I'm in the middle of kind of rejiggering them and seeing where I want to go with them. At the moment, I don't have any planned right now, but if you are really curious on how I work and my personality and my style of working with spirit, these are a really beautiful way to gather. They are also free and a really beautiful way to meet other like-minded souls. So again, if you have any questions at all, you can email me at hello at themodernmedium.co. Hello, you guys. I actually just woke up from a really long nap and I am so shook by the length of this nap. But clearly I needed it and we are kind of here for it. So what am I talking about? There is this really common theme I feel I have been running into with clients, with friends, and with honestly the community at large where we feel a bit off or we really can't seem to pinpoint what's wrong. We feel unfulfilled, um, not motivated, and just kind of floating around. So a really beautiful word to help you put this into perspective is actually a word that was coined during COVID, like COVID, COVID lockdown. And the New York Times shared uh, this whole article about it a couple years ago to really help people understand what they were going through. And this word is called languish or languishing. And what's really interesting about languishing is it's a bit lighter than depression. It's not anxiety, but it's this lack of motivation, unfulfillment. There's this emptiness and there's also this lack of day-to-day inspiration. You're feeling really stagnant and you're just feeling really meh pretty much. 
And in the show notes, I will link the article and it's a really, really good read. So this is the definition that the New York Times shared. Languishing is a sense of stagnation and emptiness. It feels as if you're muddling through your days, looking at your life through a foggy windshield. And something to note about languishing and how the heck you think you got here. So I find that we get here by coming to terms with a traumatic event that has happened or you're in the thick of something and you're honestly just trying to survive. And I say this because I have a very personal experience with this feeling. And during COVID, of course, we all had an incredibly hard time and we all were forced to sit with our thoughts and sit with emotions and really sit with, excuse my French, but sit with shit that is really uncomfortable. And we were maybe successfully disassociating from or escaping for many, many years. And it left me feeling this way. I felt this really crazy uncertainty of how to fix myself or how to really go about this feeling because it's not this urgent feeling of I need to go to the doctor, I need to go to the ER, I need to call my therapist right now. It's just this odd feeling of feeling very hollowed out and you're just unsure of who to turn to, what to ask for. Therapy sessions don't feel as juicy or helpful as they used to. You're reaching out, you know, to friends and you're kind of like, eh, and you're just trying to figure it out for yourself. Like, what is this? So here are some symptoms or some examples of maybe you feeling this emotion, you feeling unfulfilled, and I also have tied in my own personal examples so you can try to connect better and resonate. So number one, there is a lack of day-to-day joy in your day. You noticed you haven't laughed all week and there hasn't been that spark of creativity And it really comes, you know, either after a week or even a month and you reflect, oh my God, what has this month been? It just kind of felt close to a daze. Number two, you don't really care. And to get more granular, you do these small acts of rebellion where it's not enough to get fired or cause a scene, but just enough to get by. And I have a specific, very personal example of this that could possibly resonate with you. So in my job, I would show up to work late, but just a little late. And I would wish the entire time that I'd get fired. I wouldn't be as sugary, sugary sweet because I was just over it and not wanting to slap a smile on my face. And It was just these small acts of rebellion that weren't fireable or offensive enough or alarming enough um, to get me by, but it was my way of rebelling and feeling like I had some power. Number three, it's a grind to find motivation to do anything, even towards the things that you love to do, and you still do them, 
or you don't do them at all. And when you do them, they just feel very half-assed. You just feel you're doing them kind of to survive and you're keeping life very simple because you don't feel motivated. You, ooh, number four, you feel like you're drifting and it's not that you have to be this high energy person, but you don't feel the vigor or the light that you usually do. Days feel the same. Life feels very eventful less in a way that just lacks passion or joy and you don't have anything to tell anyone or catch up about anything and you just don't really want to talk to anyone and this will kind of lead into another point (sighs) number six you're feeling less focused and procrastinating more you're finding yourself maybe scrolling or watching more shows you are more interested in turning your brain off And not that I'm saying turning your brain off isn't important. It's really important. And being bored is beautiful. Boredom is beautiful. A lot of creativity and ideas spark from boredom. But you just are less desired to be focused. And even though you're procrastinating more, you are getting more anxious about it. And it's not helping you feel better. And it's not helping anything. And you feel, number seven, more isolated and the isolation is very self-imposing and what also sucks is covid made it easier to isolate and cancel plans and let me point out first there's nothing wrong with me time taking a break canceling plans i'm all about going to bed early and having solo time but there's a difference between healthy resets and you know really saying no and nourishing yourself but then there's distancing yourself from connections and opportunities that are deeply nourishing for your soul and number eight you've semi or fully abandoned your hobbies even if it's one or 20 you haven't been feeling as inspired to partake in these hobbies it wasn't obvious at first but then you started to realize you've been in a creative rut and soon enough you're faced with boredom scrolling and you haven't done what you love in ages and you just don't have the juice the fire that you usually do so what can you do to begin to help or alleviate these symptoms these feelings today and of course we start with some action steps And number one is figuring out bad habits and negative patterns. And to get even more granular, what are you doing that you know isn't good for you and it's slowly draining your energy? And again, I love to call these small acts of rebellion that don't feel terrible in the moment, but over time you look back and you're feeling really shitty and you're not feeling as centered and motivated. So here are some examples. Waking up and looking at your phone first thing in the morning and you've lost track of time. Stalking your ex, classic. Lack of time management and you're showing up late to work, you're rushing, you're forgetting something and it causes a lot of anxiety and stress. You haven't talked to your best friends or your family in a couple of weeks and you feel really isolated 
you are slipping out of your morning routine, your evening routine, or just your routine in general. And I know this may not be popular, but eating foods that don't sit with your body and that don't allow your body to function on its highest vibration. So an example is eating foods that you know that your body's allergic to and you're having reactions to them. You're feeling sluggish or brain fog or sick and that's that's not going to help. And lastly, not holding boundaries for yourself. So saying yes too many times or, you know, just maybe being too open or doing things that you know are feeding into negative habits, negative patterns, and they're not going to turn out any differently. They're not going to get any better. Maybe that's talking to the same person or hanging out with the same person that doesn't make you feel good. Maybe guys, girls, maybe that's hooking up with someone that you know you're not going to end up with or you know doesn't treat you very well and you keep hooking up with them or you keep seeing them because you just want to fulfill your sexual desires or you just are bored. You want to talk to someone. You want to be around someone. You want to be held or touched and it's just it's not going to fulfill you in the end. Or not holding boundaries is you're not speaking up. You're not speaking up to friends. You're not speaking up to family members. You're not speaking up to coworkers about maybe there's something um, you are not imposing and people are walking all over you or you feel disrespected or you feel bad because you're a people pleaser and you care but in the end of the day it's not helping it's just making you feel worse so here hopefully those specific examples resonated and okay so second what is draining you job, partner, friend, environment. And if you're not really sure how to identify, here are some thought starters. With your job, before you show up to work, how do you feel? When you end your workday, how do you feel? Are you either thinking, I don't get paid enough, this sucks, I hate this, or I could do this 24-7, all day, every day, seven days a week. I love this. I love what I do. After hanging out with a particular person, so a friend, a partner, do you feel fulfilled or drained? Do you feel like you need alone time, you need to take a nap, you need to recharge, or do you feel really invigorated and motivated and super lit up? Another is, you know, you go out with friends, you go out to the bars or you do something and you wake up the next day and do reflect on it with, oh my gosh, I had such a fun time, such a silly night. I love that. I love hanging out with those people and what a fun place that you went to, whatever that was. Or do you have regret? Do you have remorse about the people, about the environment? Do you feel Like you don't want to do that again. That's something you really don't enjoy, but you keep finding yourself in that loop of going because you want to be included and you don't want to miss out. Okay, so number three is retracing your steps. How did you get here? How did you get in this state of languishing and feeling unfulfilled? So I really encourage you to try to get specific and try to get granular 
when you reflect. So when was the last time you felt unbelievable joy, peace, harmony, energy? What were you doing? Who were you with? Maybe get even more specific. What time of day what time of day was it? What foods did you eat? Did anything exciting that day, that week or that month happened? And why I encourage you to get specific or as specific as you can is kind of realizing why were you feeling that way? What brought you there? How can you begin to recreate that, to bring that feeling back into your life, but of course tenfold in a way that is adaptable, in a way that is real for you for where you are right now. And I say that because possibly you're in a different country, state, location, different age, different partner, different group of friends, whatever it may be. Try to really allow yourself to think on it. Maybe that's through journaling, meditation, a walk, whatever, and what any way that comes up for you, reflect on that and have fun with it. You don't need to get super specific if you don't want to or if you have a hard time. Really, again, what I encourage you to do is just reflecting on the feeling or that event or that day where you just felt really good and really in the flow. So lastly, how do you motivate yourself and how do you typically like to goal set or manifest? And for me, I'm sure you can kind of already tell in what I was just describing, I stay motivated by the feeling and remembering how good I feel after I do something. So for instance, I do my morning routine, it's early and it's long and sometimes I wake up and I really just wanna keep sleeping because I know I can keep sleeping. However, whenever I do my morning routine, I feel so damn good and There is a huge difference when Alexandra does her morning routine and when she doesn't. So every time I don't, I am always smacking myself in the head. Why did I do that? I feel crappy and it's taking me now half the day to get myself back to where I need to be, get myself to the energy and the motivation of where I need to be. All right, okay. So what can you do to change or help or begin to gradually get you out of this state of feeling unfulfilled or feeling the state of languishing? Here are some tips that I know have really worked for me. And again, I would love to hear through the DMs or comments or even email me about what has worked for you or some new ideas because I love connecting with you all and I also love new ideas. I love learning. So adding small joys into your day, something that I actually made a promise to myself recently was making sure I do what literally makes me smile. I know that is so corny and simple, but I'm telling you it's these 
micro moments you add into your day that don't have to be dramatic or big or even take up all of your time that seriously change your day around. For instance, I follow this really, really adorable account. I'm pretty sure her name is Frankie Doodle Dandy, and she's all about mental health and talking about religious trauma, and she's just adorable. And there was a video she posted about, hey, I could either remember my day of, you know, having a really shitty call or, you know, looking at a comment on Instagram that made me feel really crappy, or I could remember this moment right now eating an ice cream sandwich in the sun on the grass watching a butterfly. And I think it was just a perfect way of narrating and literally showing you how you can add these tiny joys into your day that can quite literally turn your day around. And a perfect segue into another example is making a point to laugh every day. And maybe that means phoning a friend that cracks you up. That means watching an episode of your favorite show. That means going on TikTok or going through old videos that make you laugh or listening to a podcast that makes you laugh. Whatever it is, I promise you, when you make a point to laugh every day, it will come to you. God, the universe, source, Sophia, Christ consciousness, they will bring you something to laugh about. And I'm telling you, I guess I'm kind of going a little off topic with this, but I just really, really want to emphasize where you, when you sometimes don't know where to begin, you don't know what to ask for and you don't know who to ask. You don't know who you're praying to, you don't know who you're meditating with or for. And I promise you, if you ask, again, the universe, your intuition, love, God, source, Sophia, Christ, consciousness, spirit, whoever you lean on, whoever you pray to, whoever you seek guidance from spiritually or just in the universe, even if you're agnostic, Simply write it down, say it out loud, or say it in your head. I want to laugh every day. And you set that intention, and I promise it will pop up. And let it pop up. Be open to how it comes to you. And laugh. Just enjoy it. I think too often we get these hits or we get a sign or we get a message and we ignore it because we ignore your intuition. We are doubtful that it was a message. We are doubtful that it was for us. And then we just don't enjoy it or we just don't let ourselves really sink into the joys of life because we're not allowing ourselves to laugh or play as much. So anyways, I just thought I would add that sidebar in because Truly ask and you will receive and maybe you sound silly. Even say, I don't even know if I'm doing this right. I don't even know what to ask for, but source, God, universe, Sophia, Christ consciousness, I really, really want to laugh today. I really, really want to laugh every single day and I ask that you help me laugh every day and I promise you it will happen. So, Another perfect example, and I'm sure you have heard of this and heard of the benefits of it if you are listening to this podcast and you are health conscious or you're on the track to 
improving yourself, learning more, and expanding your being, come as you are, no judgment, get outside and get sunshine for at least 15 minutes. And I will be real with you guys. This is hard for me because I get so in the zone with my work. I get really, really wrapped up. And sometimes I find myself not leaving my house for days. But when you get outside and you just get sunshine for 15 minutes, whether you're sitting somewhere or standing or a walk, it is so incredible. Truly the energy you get from vitamin D all the benefits for your mind, your body, your spirit. It is so, so huge. And next, do your best to move your body. Add flow into your stagnant energy. First, I say do your best because, again, it's hard sometimes. It's really hard when you've gotten out of a routine. And trust me, I've been there where it is even harder to get back into it. It's so hard to get back in the groove because you know it's going to be harder. You know the workout isn't going to be easy. But when you do it, you know you feel so much better. Even if this is a beautiful workout in a class, an hour-long workout that you do by yourself in your house, you go to the gym, or you just do jumping jacks for a minute, moving the stagnant energy is huge. We all know that science has told us Energy is neither created or destroyed. It is simply transferred. So transfer that energy. Really channel that energy into moving your body. And again, if you are a listener of this podcast, whether you are intensely into your health or you are learning more and you are improving or expanding your health, the benefits of moving your body are just unbelievable. Phone a friend. This is one of my favorites. Seriously, when I'm feeling down, I will text the friend that I know is my hype queen, my hype king, my hype soul, whoever you reach out to. Just say, you know what? I'm feeling kind of down. I really need your hype king, hype queen, hype soul energy. And I just need you. I really, really would love to feel better whenever you're available. And honestly, I'm so blessed. I have a couple friends like that that I know I could reach out to and they have the capacity to film me up in that way. And also that's really, really specific. That even goes back to an earlier point of who are the friends, who are the people that really, really fill up your cup, who love you authentically for who you are and your wholeness and who isn't competing with you, but who is celebrating you. So that's really, really huge. Put your phone away before bed and don't look at it until 8 a.m., The second one is really hard, but at least putting your phone away before bed and not bringing your phone to bed is so amazing and has helped me so, so much. I have had way better sleep. Honestly, the difference is actually kind of crazy. I was, you know, kind of rolling my eyes when I would hear this advice, Eh, but I promise you there's something about having your phone genuinely away from you where you have to get up and walk to it and not having it by your bedside and also not crowning your mind with all these thoughts to keep your mind busy. Seriously, it is such a game changer and What's helped me is I charge it in my kitchen, so when I get up, I have to get up, turn off my alarm, 
And then it's right next to the tea kettle. So I can start making my tea for the morning. Maybe it's a different space for you, but I love doing it in a way where it forces me to kind of begin my day. So another thing is what can you begin to do to make sure you're on time to obligations and not rushing? This has really, really helped me whether I'm waking up 15 minutes earlier than I usually like to, but it actually has become really, really helpful. Maybe that's you know, not lollygagging on your phone or in between things. Sometimes my morning routine ends up being longer because I'm in the middle of posting or I get caught on Instagram or I'm listening to a podcast for too long and I realize that pretty much my entire morning is gone. And of course, there is no problem with having long, beautiful, juicy mornings. But if that is the kind of thing that really stresses you out and you do have a really disciplined schedule, Try to do things that help you be on time. And again, I guess I kind of pose this as a question as to what you can do because everyone has a different situation. And last but not least, this may not be crazy popular, but clean your space. I promise when you make your bed, you clean your floor, you clean your dishes, you clean up your space, you are literally clearing out the clutter and you just feel more empowered in your space. It really, I'm telling you, the external is such a beautiful representation, but also kind of an equalizer for your in your ooh, for your internal. I know I always feel so much better when my bed is made, when my carpet is vacuumed, when my kitchen is clean, and there's not dishes sitting in the sink than the opposite. So. Really ask yourself these questions and figure out where all this is stemming from. And hopefully these steps can kind of help you untangle the jungle of languishing, of feeling unfulfilled, of feeling like you're in this never ending cycle of confusion and despair. And again, this really starts with self-compassion, awareness, and getting really, really curious. I love you guys so, so much. I am really excited to hear what you think about this episode. I would love to hear what resonated with you again in the DMs, in the comments, or honestly, email me. Literally, don't bite. I love connecting with you guys. I love talking to you guys. I love making new friends. So again, thank you so much for listening and being here. As I show up in this way, it means the world to me. If you haven't already, again, follow this podcast wherever you love to listen. And if you leave a review, you will get a free 30-minute reading. So make sure to screenshot it to me and DM or email it to me. Also, make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at the Modern Medium underscore to join in on all the silliness, get updates. And it's really where I love to also display my self-expression and my message. And when you feel ready and feel called to book a full session with me, head to my website at themodernmedium.co and I'm so excited to work with you. And again, if you have any other questions at all, simply DM me or email me at hello at themodernmedium.co. I love you guys so, so deeply. Again, thank you so, so much. And I will see you guys next time.